Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Tribulation Farce, the Left Behind podcast. I am your co-host, Tim, and joining me as always is Jennifer. Hello, everyone. Hey, what's up? This is uh, chapter 10 and 11 of book three, oh. Nikolai. Man, I was so psyched reading these chapters. Oh, yeah. Because um, uh, I'm going to peek behind the curtain a little bit. It's a little slow in work today. So, just, you know, I'll get a, I'll get ahead of this. I'll read the chapter and, like, make the notes. But yep. maybe we won't record today. For legal purposes, we're recording this in April 18th, 2021. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you something, Jennifer. This is some of – this is in the top four most – memorable things okay, I have of yeah, this series. Because the things that were happening, I was like, oh, I feel like Tim has talked about yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, I my plan was maybe not to necessarily record today until I read the chapters and I'm like, I have got to, we've got to talk about this. Because yeah. we don't talk about it with each other unless we're recording, really. <laughs> and I, I, these chapters were, now this is the life. And since we do so, <laughs> this, is, this is the left behind I uh, love. This is, this is, this is literally the left behind I love. <laughs> Because I think it's that, like, like... actually interesting. Yeah, and I it's, think... I mean, it's so stupid in many, many ways. Well, I mean... <laughs> the, the, the Tim, the, the apologizer. <laughs> evangelist, the evan- Yes, yeah, sorry, the evangelist. Uh, the evangelist evangelist is his yeah. long nod. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this this is the series going forward, right? This is the first time the books have been what they are, right? Like, and this is what they're going to be. Meaning, a motherfucker puts a gun to your fucking head <laughs> and is like, tell me who Jesus' daddy was, <laughs> who his granddaddy was. I was a losing it at that part. Oh, so good. Can I? Dude, the, the how many languages does he speak part? Oh my oh, god. That's gonna be, like, I guarantee goddamn to you, like, one of my final thoughts as I die. Right? Like, if we get hit by a car and we're flipping in the air, it's gonna be oh, like, all the it's gonna be the guy going wow oh at the he's more than bilingual he's more than bilingual <laughs> <laughs> as the guys like cocking the gun back but yeah no like this is when we're getting into like the skullduggery yeah 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 this is like again they just have a good guy being like yeah I killed three people this week god, oh my god so crazy it's good it's um, good <laughs> can, I, can, can I ask you a question right now mm. For, from your viewpoint as a person who remembers more of Left Behind than I do which series is better. And I'm talking overall series. Left Behind or Twilight? Overall? Yeah, overall. Oh, don't do this to overall. Me. Yep. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll give you grace because we know you you know it's been a long time, but you know what? It's been a long time since you've read Twilight as well. Right, right. And I watch the Twilight movies and they're bad. <laughs> um I'm gonna go with Left Behind because it's better. Is better. But le- but Twilight, I gotta give it up for getting in, getting out. I I just can't really fuck. It's, there's not much. as many books right. for sure. Um, you know, I love my boy who is a, a 
Confederate soldier oh turned <laughs> empath, but Eros. you know, besides written by Mormon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, like in that way, like okay, they're both supernatural series mm. written by very like religious people yeah. from a specific religious viewpoint. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and there's romance in them. There's ooh, danger. <laughs> there's there's skullduggery in both. There's magic. There's magic. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know it's uh, you could be killed um, by a supernatural creature yeah. at like any moment. Absolutely. Well, let's get. Well, first, thank you so much for joining us. And as we arrive, as you know, the we say, oh, we're so back, yada yada yada. But like this, really, we, we've said it before, but like. Th- each this is the 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 sort of path for the books yeah, no. going forward. And again, it's like, how do we get from point A to point B without getting murdered? <laughs> There's a lot of that. Which which rocks? Like that is inherently like a an in, for the most part like an interesting thing to read yeah. about. Like there are for real stakes happening. You know and what I mean? Unironically, in breaking kayfabe a little bit, even though not really. Like I do sort of think that it's it has legitimate interesting ideas if you approach it from how does someone writing these books as religious texts deal with people experiencing the supernatural the miraculous and just being like well it seems kind of fucking dumb to just to, like <laughs> go do what a bible verse said right or yeah. like i trust god but there's well, there's the old joke right it's like every night i i, I pray to god uh, get down on my hands and knees that I could win the lottery. Yeah. Uh, after several weeks, God finally reached out to me after several weeks of losing. And God says, at least meet me halfway. Buy a ticket. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. And uh, that's where. That's really, that is like Buck, like Buck like generally makes pretty much that point. Yeah, uh, exactly. In it, which is, uh, it's all so interesting. So and I think a worse series, I'll say it, a, a more cowardly Author would be like, I feel so full of my lord right now. I'm on the mud ground, and yeah. I know exactly what to do. Right. And, like, that technically does happen, but Buck's like, oh, God, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> this is Jesus Christ. Why no, can't you tell it, me what to do exactly? It's very interesting the way they're like, oh, yeah, you want messages? You want a message from God? Okay, good luck with these riddles. That's what you have yeah, to deal with. Literally. literally. <laughs> and on top of it, if you approach it, too, it's just magic. Like, them being filled with the spirit. It's like, hell yeah. There, there was, like, very much some, like, Christian shit as, like, magic spells going on yeah. in these chapters. Yeah, absolutely. Well... It, it made me feel like, like, is this the world of D&D where it's like, okay, you have allegiance to this god yeah. it gives you this power. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like... There, there was some, uh, some fucking uh, bard spells going on. Like, just give me wheel or woe for something, Christ <laughs> Almighty. Uh, chapter ten. Let's get into let's it. Let's freaking get into it. So where we had left before was that Buck was like, "Okay, I talked to the witnesses and they were just like saying crazy <laughs> shit." So I'm gonna go back when it's dark at midnight. So maybe they'll which like, they talk didn't to tell him to do. He was like, "I'm no. just gonna do it." Yeah, which is like again, this gets to the, the root of kind of. The, the crux of these chapters, which is like, uh, how do I know what to do from God? Like, yeah. I feel like that is the, the the theme of these chapters. All of chapter ten is just Buck. It's just Buck, and actually, and, and spoiler, these are pretty much just Buck chapters. We They're, go to Ray one time, two, like, who's two, just like two tiny times. Bitch, chill. <laughs> then besides, it's that. just Ray for talking on the phone twice. Mm-hmm. Is, <laughs> it's all it is. But this chapter only Buck. 
And it's pretty good. Right. And I think, like, they earn some of the parts being good by how bad the other parts are. Yeah. Like, right? like, like I'm so grateful this is happening and not other stupid shit that right. I'm like, this fucking rocks. And this is sort of a situation that we get into in the hit uh, podcast Naruto Revuto is they right now we're in, like, the climax where they're really showing off, like, their big bad and yada, yada, yada. And Talk about Naruto. Naruto. Okay, I was like, we are not in the climax of this <laughs> book. We are about halfway through. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, but they keep doing too much filler, too much recap, mm. and too much, too many flashbacks. So like the momentum is being uh, dragged down. Absolutely. And like they finally did a flashback for this bad guy that like justified some of his character traits. And I'm like, sorry, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> Because we've sat through <laughs> so many other, like, canon episodes that were boring and bad, and the writing's bad. So if we didn't have so many parts where Buck was like, you know what, I got I got two pairs of shirt in my bag, I don't need an alarm to wake up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get it! Shut up! We, we get it, shut up. It would, it, would, it would be a little bit better, but, you know, they, they did it so that for right now, like, I can't believe this motherfucker who doesn't even need to set an alarm, right? Who knows, who can get out of the airport the fastest of anyone else on the planet. Right, right. So, yeah, so Buck is heading out again for the second time today to meet up with the witnesses at the Wailing Wall, and this is the first of many, like, premonitions and feelings that mm. happen, but he has a feeling like... You know, I'm going to bring my bag with me yeah. from the hotel, just yeah. in case. I don't know why, but... kind of has a bad feeling. I'm just going to do it. It does feel like in this world, and since Book is such a, like, I only need one bag, mm-hmm. like, just bring your bag with you all the time. Exactly. Like, come on. Like, yeah. if you're a real smart guy, you would just automatically do that. But yeah, whatever. Whatever. Uh, so, as Book is traveling to the Wailing Wall, he has this thought, which I, I love, because it's uh, just reminding you of where we're going in the future. Yeah. Bruce had taught Buck that one day Carpathia would sit in that new temple. Oh, sorry. Let me back up. Mm. Buck is in the taxi and he sees a temple and that's why he's thinking about this. Bruce had taught Buck that one day Carpathia would sit in that new temple and proclaim himself God. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think we're get, we're going to be we're moving towards that. I remember that part pretty clearly. That's like well. halfway through, right? That's the three and a half year mark? Uh, no. It's not? No, that's quite a ways through. Oh. That's towards the end. I wanted it to be now. I'm no, ready for no, it. No, he comes back to life. Oh, um, okay, okay. Indwelling, okay. if you will. Yeah, okay, the book that's called yeah. The Indwelling. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's about three and a half years, but this is, this is later. This is later. Okay. It might be like... Four years? Because I just remember like there five, was something five. about an altar and blah, blah, blah. Maybe. The, yeah, yeah. Is that the same? Is that Yeah, he sacrifices a moment? pig on the altar there. And that's when this happens where he proclaims himself God, or is that that halfway through? Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm not sure. Maybe you're right when he is in. I don't remember. I mean, this was so, like, literally. I'm thinking about that pig. I'll tell you I'm what. I'm thinking about that pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the, when I read this, it was truly, like, over twenty years ago, so like who who knows? I don't yeah. I don't really remember, and what memories I have are probably like weird morph things you've told me mm-hmm. versus like random shit I've read. Like who knows? And, and like I said, like the fact that I remember something is more proof that it doesn't happen because the idea that my memory would remain intact <sighs> right, is so weird. right, right. But you're kind of right because I remember you talking about the border crossing stuff, and yeah. we're getting into that. Yeah, it so. reminds me of a, a hit scene in the hit show. Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, uh, Buck, he goes back to the Wailing Wall, and he's like, okay, I'm going to approach the witnesses to try to, like, talk with them. And he gets, like, 
pretty frustrated with them immediately yeah. because they just like keep saying Bible verses at him. Uh, and when he interrupts, <laughs> I don't remember which one says, you would dare interrupt the servants of the Most High God? I mean, I'm yeah. Start, I'm going to start using that one. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, would brother. dare interrupt the servant of the Most High God? I'm trying to talk about wrestling. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about something I'm interested in. <laughs> Jennifer on 18 full minutes of why Hangman Adam Page is good. <laughs> exactly. You interrupt me. After, after, an Adder- after a, a full strength Adderall. <laughs> like, good luck, buddy. <laughs> I, also, I will I will shoot laser beams out of my eyes and kill you if you yeah. try to stop me from talking about this. You interrupt me? I would barely just got begun of saying my <laughs> you good. We, you weakling. <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 ways that the witnesses like they literally either only talk in Bible verses or mm-hmm. they'll say something that's like okay I guess we don't have a Bible verse for this so we just gotta have them saying some something else because they're like. You must first speak with a loved one. And, like, immediately his cell phone. That part was funny. That part was funny because, like, Buck walks up like, hey, because no one's around. And at first there's – Because it's it's midnight. This is, like, the middle of the – I mean, I guess midnight's not the middle of the night. You know what I mean. It's dark. It's the middle of the night. Uh, I'm not even – I'm not even in bed at midnight most times. I'm crazy. Yeah, same. But, like, there's no one around except for some sailors. I was like, oh, my God, it's those motherfuckers. I like that they specified they were sailors. Like, sailors from where? (laughs) What are you talking about? Because I know it's not correct, but I was thinking, like, Navy boys in my head. I was thinking Navy (laughs) boys. With, like, little sailor hats and, like, bibs and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, and then Buck just waits for them to leave and then walks over. He's like, so, hey, what's up? And like, answer your phone, motherfucker. And he's like, oh, my phone is ringing oh, right now. Wow. Cool. And it's Chloe on the phone. And she's like, hey, um, I've just got a really bad feeling. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should stay at the hotel or Jerusalem at all. Yeah. Uh, and Buck's like, uh, okay, dear, but I'm too busy to talk right he now. He was a little glib, a little short here. And... He he just always treats Chloe like, oh my god, you're so annoying. He does. It's so frustrating. And like, bro, you need to tell her you're on some crazy shit right now. And like, why do you have to be so curt? Why can't you just be like, honey, I'm talking to the two witnesses? I know. Right, just say that. <laughs> like, it's fine. You think you someone's, say like, hi and you think someone's like tapping your fucking cell phone? Like, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, I'll use, uh, you know, like. I mean, what, you're already talking style. about like, st- you're already talking about like, oh, I have a bad feeling about things. Like, right. I don't know. Like, just, yeah, why not just say, I'm literally talking to the two witnesses right now. Right now. And she'd be like, oh, my bad. Okay, let's, let's talk I'm talking later. to those two very important boys. And I'm about Covered to in go- sackcloth. <laughs> and I'm about to go find our good friend, if yeah. you know what I mean. But no, he's like, bitch. Shut the fuck up. And I like, Chloe gets like kind of irritated with him yeah. too. Like, I don't know why you can't talk to me. Yeah. So, well, you are written poorly and uh, your husband doesn't know how to communicate. It, it's it's so crazy because it feels like he's like almost brushing her off when he's already, like, why doesn't he say like, you know what? I also had that feeling and like validate her. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, your, your point on this doesn't matter. I was already doing that. And like, why are you bothering me right now? Right. He could have. Praise the damn Lord yeah. at him bringing the damn backpack, but he chose not to. Uh, I just don't know why he wouldn't be nicer, but I really think that there's a lot of, like, I'm just going to say it, age age play here. Mm. Like, he, like, really thinks that, like, Chloe's, like, a stupid little girl mm-hmm. still, even though he, like, talks about her being smart and stuff, but it's like he, deep down, he's like, well, well, I'm still the smarter one. I know what's going on. And you're just a little lady at home yeah. with your messed up leg or whatever's wrong with, I forgot how, what her injury she was. Got, she got Jurassic Parked, but I don't remember. <laughs> but I don't know remember which way. I think she has, like, a broken rib and ankle. Yeah, I think she, yeah, I think an ankle or something. Um, So... 
Bug's like, I'm too busy right now. I gotta like talk to the freaking witnesses. Uh, and Buck has a moment where he's just like, man, I don't know how to deal with all these visions and dreams and shit. This is crazy. <laughs> and he literally like specifically thinks, I just wish they didn't have to be so cryptic. Right. Like, which is always my Tell thing him. too. It's like, yeah, God, why are you playing these games? It's, uh... Say what you fucking mean, bitch. Like, I, get, I get the vibe of you need faith. I get it, whatever. But this is this is very silly. Uh, he is basically like, I don't know what to do, and I'm pretty sure this guy's an important guy, and he's your friend, and you're yelling at me? Uh, but they, the witnesses, after the phone call, just start screaming. Yeah, they start all like hooting and hollering, and then like a crowd gathers. Right, because they're doing their normal thing. They're doing preacher mode. And they're kind of doing the vibe of like passing the, the lyrics back and forth, and a lot of it feels like it's pointed towards Buck, but it's not, and Buck has, like, a couple funny thoughts. He's like, well, this is getting nowhere. Uh, I, I can tell there's something helpful, and just, he's like, I gotta go. Whatever. Yeah, he really just, like, kind of, like, just leaves, yeah. like, partway through. I just think it's so interesting that, I don't I don't know, like, lowercase i interesting, uh, <laughs> that Buck is able to say, I can tell I'm not going to get anything more useful. I've heard enough. I've heard enough. <laughs> From these witnesses. Um, I do I do want to point out, so the, when the witnesses go back to doing their normal preaching, they talk about two things. Number one, they talk about prophecy and, mm-hmm. like, God pouring out the spirit onto his people for prophecies. Right. Which is like, well, obviously this has kind of just happened yeah. with Buck and Chloe. And then they start talking about the whole, like, Jesus gathering the disciples and that they're going to be they're fishermen and they're going to be fisher of men. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Fishermen in a boat? Hmm. On wonder, the, wonder if that'll come up. On the damn sea? In the, ga- in in the Galilee? Gal- I think it was literally Galilee. Yeah. Uh, and then Buck does walk up to them, too, and they're like, bitch, chill. Uh-huh. And I think they said, like, it wouldn't be good for you to get closer. And I thought it was really interesting because, like, the audience screamed at him, you know, that was also out right, there. Don't do it. But the, uh, the witness is like, you don't want to get close to us either. Oh, come on. We're, we're, we know that you're, like, a chosen one of God, but we will not have I am, like, to absolutely blast your ass with fire. A scared puppy. I will <laughs> bite you. I will bite. I will bite you so fucking teeth. hard. Yeah, I mean, they're like prophets and, and such, but they need to... Buck needs to know his damn place. Yeah, and maybe... <laughs> Stay back with exactly. the crowd. <laughs> uh, you know, and maybe they're setting up um, regarding, like, the visions and shit like that, how they're going to, I don't know, have characters get through some real dang... Uh, 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 sticky situations. Sticky situations, horn swoggles and such. Whoa, that uh, word. Uh, and... It's a Bible book, so therefore it makes sense. But it makes sense that the Lord would pour himself upon them. But I thought it was good that they, you know, chapter and versed it. And yeah. then, like, yeah, actually, uh, in these days, this is what's going to happen. And then later, Buck makes a joke about, like, he's thinking about it. And is like, well, I had that dream, but I'm not an old man, am I? What are you talking <laughs> about? I know you said old men have dreams and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, I think they're talking about some else, but they're taking it as obviously the... Well, that actually the, the way that's like, your young men and your young women will see prophecies and your, you know, young men and old men will see dreams. That's actually just a 
like a way of writing at that time where they like kind of balance things out like they'll include like two sides of something or they'll repeat the same thing in a different way mm-hmm. so that's just sort of like a bible style of, of writing in general so it doesn't mean like you're calling god a liar oh, I'm, I, well i'm bringing up the the <laughs> the, the, the you know literary conventions of the, the past uh, it doesn't literally mean like only old men have dreams yeah. and only young women get prophecies. Sick joke though. Sick joke. Yeah, definitely for sure. But um, uh, our first young woman getting a prophecy, that's Chloe, baby that's girl. Right. And you were rude to her and you didn't feel bad enough, but you did kind of give her props about it. And he's like kind of in a pretty stressful situation. So I'll, I'll give him yeah. a little bit of and that's lenience. The sort of funny thing too is like. It makes sense that he's curt with Chloe, right? Uh, that he's kind of snappy at her. But I wish they would have thrown a line in, like, he, Buck couldn't control himself because he was about to shit his pants. He should have, like, it should have been like, I'm sorry, sweetie, I love you at the end. Because, like, as you said, like, you could die at, like, any time, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, be nice. You could, you could Be nice the- to your decades younger wife. <laughs> Uh, you could hear the eye rolly in, yeah. in how it was written. Yes. So Buck leaves the witnesses and he heads towards the river. river? I didn't really quite understand like where he's going through the water, and I don't know. I don't right. know the geography of Jerusalem. I'm sorry. It sounded like there's a river, and they were going up the river to go to this lake. Right. It seems it like the like river is between Israel and Jordan of yeah. some sort. And since the Sea of Galilee doesn't exist anymore, but there is a lake. What is the Tiberius? Lake Tiberius. Yeah. yeah. So the plan is, I don't know what to do. But I will just take a cab to there and hopefully get a boat and let the good Lord, you know, yeah. take me. Take which, the damn wheel. Which seems to be working out because he, me- he immediately meets a boatman named Michael. Mm-hmm. And he's got like a legitimate ass like wooden rowboat, but it also has a motor in it. I think they talk about They basically like have it set where it's like, yeah, we row it and it looks cool, but it's got a motor in it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell if they were just being like... This guy is a smuggler, smuggler, slash, we throw in a little uh, uh, dirt for the uh, uh, jingoistic tourists. Well, that's kind of what the vibe <laughs> I got, where they're like, oh, like they, we're going to old right. tiny boat to like do tourist shit, but we've also got a... The shit got that a, all, of our gran- all of our grandparents have been on Michael's boat and taking a picture with him. And like, <gasps> right, right. Could you be a little more dirty? I thought you would smell <laughs> like fish, and things of that nature. <laughs> exactly. So Buck, Buck is able to, Michael lets him in the boat, and mm-hmm. they start going up the river. I like how much they pointed out that, like, after Michael was, like, I can fit so many guys on here, yada, right. yada, yada. Like, well, it's just, just the me, and, so. And, and then Buck's like, might as well fucking paid for 20 guys, what the fuck? But then again, he is taking a boat at, like, 2 a.m. Right. It's very, like, <laughs> not, like, it's not, like, that's shady. Yeah. Like, so, you know, you got a little shady premium on yeah. there. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> Michael would not say his last name, but... You know, with a little bit of premium, he would take me on the river. Right. Um, so after they've been on for a little bit, like, Buck is talking to Michael, and he confirms. Michael is like, so let me get this straight. You're looking for someone, but you don't really know exactly who you're looking for, and you don't know where they're going to be. Right. Okay. Okay. And it feels sort of like these tourists, they're zany, and Buck goes into super prayer mode, and he, like, feels... You know, a sense of the Lord on him, and then all of a sudden, all of the lights turn off. All the lights, and, all, and like the engine stops, and, and the like engine quiet. stops, instant quiet, and at first, like, oh, the Lord. The Lord, the Lord is so powerful. That. I thought that's what was happening first. I thought, I was like, oh, it's guiding him to, like, the spot where right. he's going to be. And then. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Um, the, Michael <laughs> draws a gun mm-hmm. on Buck, and is like, bitch, I'll bitch. kill he's like, your ass. It's, your eyes haven't adjusted yet, but... 
when you do, you realize I have a high-powered rifle trained upon you. <laughs> and, yeah, th- I remember being in the fucking Dodge Caravan in the back, <laughs> probably playing with my Dragon Ball Z figures on the way to visit my sister in college, listening to these books. And I remember this part vividly. Uh, yeah, maybe it was in the Astro Van. It was definitely some sort of van. I'll right, that much right. right now. Uh, yeah. That feels like the appropriate venue to be hearing this story yeah. for the first time, honestly. Yeah, yeah. it was... Uh, Playing with Dragon Ball Z figures in a van <laughs> as you're being driven by your parents. Yeah, it was such a whole fuck what's happening <laughs> moment. Because our main character is has a gun drawn on him by someone that we don't know, right? Right, and you're like, It's oh, not shit. a Nikolai, it's not a global community guy. It's like, who is this motherfucker? It's a random guy. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the random guy is like, hey, just FYI, <laughs> um, I have already killed two people. I have already shot two people in the head in the yeah. past 48 hours with this very gun because I believe they were enemies of God. I was like, you, you just murder them? Like, yeah, I just throw them in the river and then the uh, the dead seed takes them and oh shit like that. Oh my God, like, that's fucking crazy, bro. Like, you yeah. just were like, yeah, I've killed people. I'll do it again. <laughs> what is this, damn Sopranos? <laughs> <laughs> Taking someone out on a boat to kill them? Um... So Michael, he he does like he. It's like obviously he's trying to trying to feel Buck out, right? And, and see what's up with him. And he's like, "Tell me the, what your name is and who you're looking for." It's like, well, if you're trying to find the person I'm looking for, then I don't want to help you. Yeah. And Michael's like, "Well, vice versa, dumb bitch." Yeah, come on. Um, so so first, Michael's like, "All right, let's play a little twenty one questions mm-hmm. here," <laughs> and he and he drills Buck on. Info on whoever he's looking for to see if they are on the same page about right. who it is. Uh, and this is very funny. This is where they go into the like, is he a female? False. Is he like, young? Not compared to you. Well, yeah. And then this is where he's like, is he bilingual? And he says false. And, and he like cocks the gun. <laughs> <laughs> he's way more than bilingual. He's way more languages than that. Yeah. This, I mean, right? Like, interpretations, maybe, maybe. Uh, bilingual to him was like he speaks many languages himself. He speaks one others. and other languages, know, like, like bisexual. Uh, he's, uh, he's panlingual. Thanks. He's panlingual. <laughs> um, and, and finally, like Michael's kind of like, okay, um, I'm just going to point out that you should probably just tell me your name. Yeah, and he like puts the gun even harder against him because he's like, listen, let me just tell you what's up. Yeah, if I am on your side. Then I should know your name. If mm-hmm. I am against you, I'm just not killing you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so you might as well just tell me. All roads lead to me killing you. Yeah. So, so you might like, as well, if if like I'm not on your side, you're gonna die regardless. So you might as well just give, give it, it a try. Around. Give it a try, baby. And Buck's like, damn, good point. Damn. Okay. I right. love the Lord. I love the Lord. My name's Buck. Yeah. And please don't hurt Zion. And he's like, oh, thank Christ. <laughs> so so he he does tell him that, and then. Michael has one more, one last test. Yeah, of course. Gotta nail it. Gotta nail it home. One last test, if you don't mind. Quickly list for me six prophecies of the Messiah that were fulfilled in Jesus Christ, according to the witnesses who preach at the Wailing Wall. This killed me. It was like, so funny. oh, you're a Christian? Name f- six, six prophecies. Then. Yeah. <laughs> you're a believer? Name three albums. Name the top, yeah, name the top ten prophecies. <laughs> <laughs> that name that a song. Jesus is the Messiah. Yeah, um, but obviously Buck passes this. Buck's like, oh, easy peasy. I know Take like Christ. hundreds of prophecies about Jesus, and you know it, it makes more sense. It's dealing directly with Ben Judah, but still funny <laughs> stuff. No, it's great. Um, and Buck passes the test, and the dude immediately like gives him a huge bear crop, bear hug, 
while laughing and crying. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> a lot of crying in these chapters. A lot of, a lot of tension-breaking moment here. A lot of like, men weeping. He's like, I don't want to kill you, but whatever. Like, I will, though. I've I done will. it. I've done it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Protect my boy. So, now that Buck has passed the test, uh, Michael starts to explain who he is. And right. turns out... And what the situ- whole situation Yeah, is. what the whole situation is. And turns out he... That Eli and Moisha, the witnesses, are Michael's mentors. And he was like some of... One of the first people who were part of this 144,000 mm-hmm. converts. Indirectly at that uh, stadium tour, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Judah Stadium door. Shut um, Michael also clarifies that he's like, yeah, remember how earlier I said I killed two dudes? I don't think that's murder. Right. <laughs> he like clarifies it like, yeah, I did kill two guys and I think it's fine. Yeah. I mean, if, it feels like it's the first character that you know, draws blood on God's side from our perspectives. And, and Buck is like, okay. And, and he's just like, yeah, they're go- they wanted to get Ben Judah and they wanted to hurt him, ergo, I killed them. Which I think is hilarious because in the first book, wasn't Buck like feeling bad about lying? Right. <laughs> in service of God. It's like, okay, lying in service of God, we don't like that. And murdering, yes, my, we love it. My slight memory is that like our main tribulation force doesn't quite go as G.I. Joe as like their compatriots do. But I don't really remember. Like I like I said, the other memory I have is Buck firing like an AK forty seven off the walls of Jericho or off the walls of Jerusalem as they <laughs> fall on top of him book ends. Um but that being said, I don't know that they up until like even after they get the mark of the beast with like guys once they get the mark of the beast, they can't go to heaven. <laughs> like, yeah, they, let me just kill him. Let me just kill him. And they're like, I don't know, man. It seems fucked up. I want to be in Buck's perspective in the book so bad oh, when he like has to slit someone's throat. Yeah, <laughs> like, we stab someone in the back. Hold them. Yeah, yeah. it feels all the little bones in his the, neck. Break. There's like one time they have to like break a dude out of the global community because like one dude is forced to get the mark of the beast, so he's able to right, 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 stay right, right, right. Within yes. the because they're like pretty. It's much like marrying two women. Like we're pretty sure you're. You're fine in heaven because you didn't choose it. Right, it was forced, it was forced upon, upon you. you, so it doesn't count. So, he, but that because of that, he's able to like stay in the crew for longer. And I think they do have to kind of get pretty sicko mode to get him out, if I remember I, correctly I, at all. I'm but, gonna be pissed if I don't get Buck killing someone in his viewpoint yeah, at but, some point in this series. But also, like, and I would like Rayford to do it too. It, it gets pretty <laughs> intense. Uh, where I don't know, it's just pitch black for a month. So it's oh, like maybe fine. you can scoot out in between the fucking chariots and when there's blood everywhere. Who's to say? Oh man. So um, Michael then, like now that he knows that you know Buck's on their side again, he starts to tell him everything, mm-hmm. and he explains, you know, they've been hiding Ben Judah from the Zealots, and right. I wanted to have a moment to talk about this. Because I think it is very interesting and very indicative mm-hmm. of the writer's viewpoint that all the good Jews are converts <laughs> to Christianity, yeah. and the bad ones are zealots. Yeah. And they're like the zealot. And it, it like to me like okay, you're saying zealots, but what I'm hearing is Jewish people. Yeah, <laughs> and it makes me uncomfortable. Like I just feel like that again. That just is that underlying like anti-Semitism yeah. that comes with even well, Christianity. I, I don't see the zealot part as that. I see the zealot part as <laughs> let's just put it more broadly: any brown person in the Middle East that kills someone. But they're talking about Jewish people being mad. Well, no, but like zealot is, is is used like 
in that context most True, often. True, but so, like, here they're talking about Jewish people specifically. Right. And, I'm, and I'm saying they're being lumped into the whole, True. you know, uh, uh, mind virus there. Because, like, again, Zealot is bad, but Michael killing people is That's good. fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... It, Even though Zealot is, like, should be good. Right, because they'll sometimes use Zealot as a good thing. Right. In Christianity. But usually not. It's yeah. usually, you know, Muslim people. Right. Right. So it's just, I don't know, the 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 way they say things so that they don't seem like they're saying something really bigoted is just interesting. Yeah, it was a, it was a different time. 19, 1997 mm, was a hell of a time. I think it's less about the time, and I think it's more about the way evangelicals view Jewish people and Judaism. Like, I honestly, like, I feel like, and we've talked about this before, like, I think evangelicals are always like, well, Jewish people are, like, almost Christians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we could, like, make them be Christians. Right, right, right. But and again, then they'd be good. Yeah, but again, I think it's the whole... These people take people out of their house and chop their heads off. It, it's it's it is, but they're writing that though. <laughs> so they're they're framing them intentionally as zealots yeah. and crazy people, right? Because they're they're now that they have all of the the signs ahead of them, you no longer have your your good, interesting Jewish uh, protection anymore. You're now just a Middle Eastern person yes. with an AK forty seven and a knife. Um, Congratulations! You're like the rest of the area. Yeah, and we <laughs> we change the way we speak about you now. Uh, we also find out that Ben Judah's faithful driver, who was killed, was not a believer. Oh, so, R.I.P. You'll burn forever uh, in hell. I feel like this is even the, though you like help Ben right. Judah escape, and you do something good, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I feel like he's your number one candidate to like yell at God, like him. Really? Really? But, like for real though, it's like that doesn't count for anything. Like nothing. Like that's crazy. Works don't do shit, Jennifer. Ugh, Read it's the so Bible. Stupid. Then Read it's the Bible. Stupid. I'll Read just get saved Bible. and then be an asshole forever. But what if your ba- your car gets blown? Oh, I see. You get saved first. Yeah, but no, like the, again, the heart. You wouldn't be a dick forever if you loved the damn Lord. <sighs> I bet it's so stupid. It makes me mad. And and if don't Google anything a church or a Christian has ever done. Don't. Or else you'll be like, wait a second, how can you be a religious person and do that? Hmm. Or support that, or give money to that. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Michael also lets Buck know, like, yeah, Ben Judah's not doing super not great. great. He's pretty much just been crying <laughs> since we, we took him away. Him only wanting to be in the fetal position was actually kind of helpful for when we had to smuggle him out. But <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Now it's awkward. Him, but he won't <laughs> stop crying now. Uh, so Michael then explain basically he's like, oh, so well, welcome. You're the deliverer we've been praying for. But uh, like, what me? Uh, <laughs> Excuse no, me. I'm just here to help. Like, no, <laughs> we did our part. It's your turn. You, hot potato. You get the boy. And I feel like this is where you can tell that the the witnesses were doing some like Bible verse to say this. Like the deliverers come, right. which. The Bible is clearly, like, about the Messiah or Jesus. And I'm like, I don't love Buck. Like, them using this, like, Jesus Messiah verse to be like, this is basically Buck. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we're going to have some white savior stuff. But, you know, if you think about it, they got to get out of there. And they need the power of that white white man. The (laughs) The power of the white man. Illinois. Yeah. But but Tim, uh, when Buck realizes that he's going to play this role, he immediately goes into shame mode. He's like, yeah. I'm a worm. How could yeah. I possibly serve God? Perfect. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, I was kind of cool with it be, like, being around and, you know, feeling the spirit. But, like, I don't want to be the one in charge. I'm like, bitch, you're, you're 50% of the main characters <laughs> of this book series. Do you not understand this? <laughs> Get it through your stupid little head. But I think I think it's really interesting because it's like they meet, like they they bring like put 
buck up on this pedestal, and then he immediately is like, "No, I'm a worm. I'm a worm. Yeah. I'm a worm." And I think <laughs> you got to gotta keep you in check. Yeah, I think it's a, a a decently wise way to write literally any character in any book, right? Like, man, I'm just a damn Harry Potter. What do you right, mean I'm the right, boy who like lives? Me? Man, fuck, <laughs> I live under a stairs. So they they start to discuss now. Like, how they're going to get Benjuda out of Israel, because that's the thing. Like, he's wanted, people are trying to kill him. Right. And Buck and Michael and the rest of the boat boys are like, we've got to keep this man safe. And the only way to do that is to get him out of Israel. Um, They don't know how they're going to do this because he's being looked for (laughs) by, like, everyone. Right. And the longer he's gone and if they do anything too shady, it's going to... You know, make the whole uh, accusations even worse. Even though it, it probably doesn't matter because they're just going to try him and shoot him regardless. Right. But Buck is like, man, like, how the hell am I going to get him through customs? Like, how is this going to work? And that's where Michael's like, mm, supernaturally, of magic. course. Magic. Magic. Just do it. <laughs> and, and, and since we're talking about magic, Buck's like... Maybe I should bring up that I had this dream right. that I think is from God that he wants me to go to Egypt. <laughs> um, and Michael's like, okay, well, you should probably listen to that. Right. It seems like a dream from God. Uh, and Buck realizes, he's like, I got to get in touch with my my best buddy, Ken Ritz, the, the pilot, uh, to try to make this crazy plan happen. Yeah. Uh, Buck and the boat crew finally, they've been on the river this whole time, or going into the lake, I don't know where, they're on water, and they, they finally land uh, where they've been, you know, targeting, <laughs> I, I love this little part, because Michael's like, alright, jump out of the boat, and uh, just try to jump as far as you can, and Buck, like, falls in his own yeah, seat by the boat, I, I was, was like, very funny. Did this need to be needlessly that complicated and stressful? <laughs> But I like Buck almost getting uh, clobbered by the boat. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Jump, run, and don't get hit. Just like, don't. Okay. I do like when they make Buck look fucking stupid yeah. and like a buffoon. He yeah. tries to do things. I do think that's good to mm-hmm. like keep him in check. Again, yeah, absolutely. You know? And yeah, they they walk for five kilometers after this, and they finally arrive at the hidden underground bunker. Woo! Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chapter 11. So we pick up immediately where we left off from the previous chapter, which, you know what? I'm okay with in this chapter mm-hmm. because the chapters are good. We yeah. know how that works. I'm like, Weird. it's fine. Um, <clears throat> Buck enters the shelter and he, he has like, damn, there aren't any better pillows here. He's got nowhere to lay his damn head. Damn, that's like, <laughs> like that Bible verse. That's like the damn Bible verse. I love the idea of like, we got to bring beds and pillows and blankets. Like, no, 
Bible. We can't do it. Yeah, no. He he needs to fulfill some. He needs to like fulfill some prophecy, even though yeah. that was about Jesus. Love it. Like I don't know. So Ben Dude is in the dugout. It's a dugout too. I think I said bunker before because that's what I the impression I got at the end of the last chapter. Yeah. And then they're like, no, no, let's not call this a bunker. This is a dugout. This yeah. is like. A little cave in the ground. Yeah, they definitely are in mud at, mm-hmm. at times. It's not very tall. Yeah, this is a little dirt zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Benjud is in there rocking and crying. In the <laughs> <laughs> like, fair enough. Like, this is very traumatic. Like, yeah. I don't know how many days it's been since this happened. Right. Um, but regardless, like, your wife and stepdaughter are getting beheaded because of you. <laughs> I would also be rocking and crying in the corner. Yeah. Um, so fair enough. Yeah, and he's he's extremely thrust into a, a biblical war yeah. between supernatural beings, and that sucks for him. One thing that they do clarify here that I was curious about, uh, Benjuda does say, yes, my wife and stepchildren were also believers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like... Maybe they weren't. Uh, yeah. And that would make even more sense for him to be super upset. Because now I am kind of like, but you're like going to see him again. So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just saying that. But, like, literally, it's like, okay, at the worst, you'll see them in, like, five years. Mm. Am, I not, am I wrong? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, you know, you're going to the mm-hmm. same place. Mm-hmm. Like, five years? That's not sure. that wrong. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I just, like, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I'm just questioning the logics. Mm-hmm. I bet I guess it's not logical to yeah. miss your dead family. <laughs> Yeah, I need, we need to get, like, a sound effect whenever Jennifer's like, it's irrational to be sad that your family's dead. I'm just saying, like, they're just up in heaven. It's like, whatever. <laughs> like, why are you so sad? What are you doing? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, okay, and actually, to this point, though, Bug is looking at Benjuda, you know, weeping and snotting and everything, and he's like... Yeah, he's grieving, but literally, quote unquote, not as the heathen who have no hope, because that's a Bible verse, mm. too. And I do, like, I love that, like, we're not heathens. We're going to be in heaven, so, like, fuck those guys. Well, I feel like <laughs> they put it in there just to respond to you, Jennifer, of, like, yeah, he's sad, but he's not sad in, like, a gay way. He's like, no. I he, wish you guys could see the face I just made. He's I sad in a... Normal Jesusy good way, but like you don't, you're not a heathen, and you do have hope. So why are you crying so much? It's even though you are grieving and you have hope, it still hurts because it's called being a human with human emotions. Jennifer, this is illogical. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Vegeta then he finally, I guess he stops crying long enough to, to talk to Buck, and he tells him a little bit more about his escape. This was another part that I was like. Oh. This was written by not a Jewish person. Right. The writer has been Judah saying, I'm going to let Tim read it. All right, I'll go fuck. I threw on a ridiculous disguise, the long locks of the Orthodox, even a phony beard. You're really good at, you're, you would do, well, I guess he's That not, comma is doing a lot of work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, like, I, I don't know, I don't like being like, you, Orthodox looks ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it made me feel weird, yeah, I, the, I like the, that. the comma is not load-bearing enough. No, <laughs> it's definitely not, uh, but again, that's another one of those where I'm like, well, this was clearly written by Evangelical Christian, yeah. because they're like, oh, these wacky guys! <laughs> <laughs> like, can you believe I wore something so crazy? Yeah. I'm like, is I mean, he a rabbi? Like, it's not like, I don't know, it's not that much crazier. Right. Right, right, and I do think you can throw on a ridiculous disguise without, you know, 
the thing for what you're disguised as being ridiculous, but it's like, but I'm not that. But let's be realistic. That's not what they mean. It's just, I'm just saying. It, it just the, all, all the little things build together mm-hmm. to a certain picture. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bijuda also admits here he's like, I'm not just sad about my family being dead because I'm gonna see them in five years. Praise I understand that's illogical. He says that. He said that. Dear Jennifer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But he, he, he said of his family, but he's also very sad about like, leaving behind his various books and Bibles and such. My tomes. My tomes. <laughs> my scrolls. Yeah, because he's like, do you have a Bible? Please. And Buck's like, oh, I have a computer. I have a There's computer, a fucking Bible on it. It's an analog Bible? Gross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is it in Hebrew? No. No. I sorry, bro. So. I can't read that shit. So. It's just like the Lord wanted it and needed it. KJB, motherfucker. That's right. Uh, and Buck's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't have it in Hebrew, but like that's definitely available. And Benjamin's basically like, not for long. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they should be saying shit like that more often. They it's should like, absolutely. Hey, think it sucks that we're in the tribulation. At least we have hot dogs. Like, well, not for long. <laughs> Antichrist dogs. Yeah, I guess at the end of days, hot dogs probably like a bad choice because a pretty much you probably have to eat hot. Everything has to yeah, be pork. Yeah, I, 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 I do feel like hot dogs will be very popular yeah. in the tribulation. God, dude, uh, like, they'll like, probably be making them out of like chopped up people and stuff. <laughs> well, I think they're making them especially as pigs they sacrifice on on the temple. Why not throw some people in there too? Just you know, go Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> now, how do you think they're going to justify eating damn people? Because it's he's the Antichrist. Mm. And he would do it just to, to for a laugh. You think it's funny? <laughs> he just do it as a little people. joke for himself. Uh-huh. We're, we're eating people hot dogs. Do you think it's funny? I could see Nikolai doing that with the Ten Kings to like, hey, to prove your loyalty, eat this guy. No, he would crush. You no, know, he he would grind him up so you don't know his people in there. I don't know. I just I don't think my Nikolai would do that. Thank you. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Buck lets uh, 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 Judah use his computer Bible, and he's like, and, and like he like does. It, what do I weep? He, he's so distraught that he like can't even like use the computer. It's correctly. not funny, but it's really funny where he just. He's get, not real, so it's okay to make fun uh, of. Yeah, him. and he goes full iPad kid mode, and like <laughs> you know that didn't exist yet, but it's like. <laughs> Give me a Bible. Oh, my book got Please. thrown away. Uh, I got a computer. Like, what do I do? It's not in Hebrew. What do I do? And Buck's like, I guess we'll just pull up YouTube. Oh, man. Read the Psalms, bitch. I don't know. Yeah, the <laughs> Psalms are the YouTube uh, uh, for, of the Bible. That's, That's so yeah, cool. yeah. For the for the iPad kids. That's yeah. what you put instead of, uh, what's the Cocoa Melon or whatever. So instead of Cocoa Melon, it's just like, okay, read the Psalms. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Just like, I don't know what you're saying. Cocoa Melon is like a... You sound crazy. No, it's real. People know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he does read the Psalms, which just makes him moan and cry more. Oh my god! There's a lot of mo- again, a lot of crying, a lot of moaning. And we're <laughs> making fun of it, but there is a little core of like, what do you do when something so bad is happening? What do you do when you're in like a hole? You're- no pillows, no, no bed, pillows. only dirt in the ground. With like three dudes that don't speak English, two dudes that do but with an accent, and you're just out here, and Buck just keeps saying stuff because he doesn't know what to say. And I thought that was uh, refreshingly human, right? Right, because he's yeah, he's just like, oh, you want to read the Psalms? And I there's a, a certain bit of uh, awkwardness 
that I think is refreshing. And yes. again, non, it feels a, real. Yeah. In a non ironic way, right. Of like, it does feel real and it does feel like sometimes the point is just to be there and just to say shit and to bring up the iPad YouTube videos, right? Because, again, like, this series is very stupid, but, like, obviously, Jerry Jenkins, he's got a little something in the mm-hmm. writing department, so he he can tap into that, like, real human emotion every the now and then. The guy can cook. I mean, again, like, I think back to, like, how sad Rayford was, like, thinking about his family and shit, and I was like, shit, I'm, Damn. like, actually feeling emotional Damn. about this. Um, and, and it's, it's you know, yeah, the, I'll give him, give him his, like, slight props. He is able to tap into that sometimes. Yep. Didn't expect it the way that they did it. Yeah. Especially between two men. Well, and and let me read a, a, a little excerpt. With his bent and nearly broken brother. Oh, can we, like, the alliteration? Jerry Jenkins. He's getting it. Dude. His bent and nearly broken brother sobbing in his lap. Buck felt as close to God as he had the day he trusted Christ. Okay, so also Buck being like, damn, I love God so damn, much. God yeah, this makes here. me love God when my bro is fucking weeping and snotting yeah. all over my lap. Jerry Jenkins. And that is dead family. Got some fucking Stephen King cocaine and was like, time to go off on my typewriter. Jennifer's drinking a delicious beer. Jerry Jenkins, Jerry Jenkins drank two Diet Cokes and got wild. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what happened. <laughs> he got too hyper <laughs> from drinking soda. He saw the Lord through the, the fucking Matrix. <laughs> do you, what kind of a soda guy do you think Jerry Jenkins is? Like, uh, I, I still think that they drink hard liquor. Really? I don't think so. No, no, no. Fucking... I don't know about Jerry Jenkins, but like... I'm talking about Jerry Jenkins, the yeah. man who wrote this. I Tim don't LaHaye think so. No, I don't think like, they drink. Really? Wow. No, I really don't think so. I assume they would drink a little no, when they're in the like I fucking don't. Lynchburg Illuminati. I don't think so. No, these seem like the freaks who get really into like soda. <laughs> I feel like... Oh, God. Yeah, like... <laughs> Jerry Jenkins drank a whole Baja Blast two liter that. Yeah, yeah, I was saying he's like, yeah, I could see him like pounding Diet Mountain Dews or like Dr. Pepper. Yeah, like or RC or something. He's drinking cheer wine. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I don't know where he's from. Yeah, I don't know. But I know I really because I sincere again, like just having come from like <laughs> Does Jerry Jenkins drink. I don't think he I really would be surprised. Because like I'm assuming he's from a similar background to the way I grew up, and people did not drink. Like it was not okay. So I don't, Tim, I don't think you're going to find the answer to this on the internet, but I support you looking for it. I googled, did Tim LaHaye drink alcohol? And the first response is, Tim LaHaye is coming to town. <laughs> no, he's not. He's fucking dead. He's dead. Hide the beer. The pastor's here. I yeah, I don't think he drank. I don't think they drank, man. I don't, I don't think, think he so. got. I don't think he got down. And I, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I don't think he's drinking fucking Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wilding out on it. Hmm. <laughs> like, maybe at most he drank a Red Bull. And I, I thought, and thought he was being sinful by doing that's that. That's a little... Uh, I, I think it's just like fucked up sweet tea. Yeah, he probably was just drinking fucked up sweet tea. That's what my family was getting wild off of personally. Oh, for so. some reason, even though I don't know that much about Jerry Jenkins, I feel like he's like a bourbon guy or a scotch guy. <sighs> maybe maybe he kept it. I don't know. Maybe he was. He's, he's like, like, I only drink brandy. I think it's I'm way funnier. Nasty. I think it's way funnier to get twisted on soda, <laughs> personally. <laughs> so that's that's my headcanon sure. for Jerry Jenkins. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to email him and be like, yeah. you drink alcohol? I think he's still alive. What if we email and ask if he drank? Did you drink alcohol <laughs> while riding and left behind? Did you take some Stephen King cocaine? Or were you absolutely twisted off Dr. Pepper? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the reason I was thinking about this more, too, is because I've been watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And Salt Lake City, I mean, like, Utah in general, like, you, like, you know, their beer is, like, mm-hmm. lower percentage. And, like, 
I guess soda culture is like a big thing there, and they were like talking about it. Like they have lots of like sodas and syrups and things because like they don't have, they they can't right they can't have anything good. They can't have any caffeine even. So like, when wait, people wait. talk about like how destructive America's alcohol culture is, I agree with it until I see the fucking alternative. You're like, like get you're out of here. Drink a three percent beer. Stop wasting my time. Oh my god. Get out of here. Get out of here. Anyway, well, guys, if you somehow know if, about if Jerry Drinkins drinks alcohol or not, let us know. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm on the side of he doesn't, but I, I would not be fully shocked if he did, but I just don't think he was. That's where I'm at. Jerry Jenkins apologizes for being seen gambling in casinos. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a dude that I don't think, like, he's apologizing for gambling. You know he's... He's like, you know what? I think I'll have a second Dr. Pepper. I'll be a little bad today. <laughs> he likes to gamble, it looks like. Good for him. <laughs> All that left behind money gambling away. So after Ben Judah, I guess, gets done crying in Buck's lap, Ben Judah leads the boat boys and Buck in prayer. And I don't know if we said there are three boat boys. There's three boat boys and Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Buck and Ben Judah. So there's six guys yeah. total. Uh, and, and they're having prayer in time. And Buck is like, damn, I feel so good now that we're praying. Hell yeah. I feel like I'm being borne along on clouds of peace. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you're just having like an emotional experience and the ups and downs are causing you to feel this way. Right. And that's the thing, right? Like, you know, when I was a Christian, I felt things such as, and it, it is easy uh, when you're kind of uh, uh, testing the waters of not being religious. Like, well, what about these things? It's like, well. We evolved in such a way to feel good about togetherness and feeling like there's a higher power lifting us up. And, like, anyone, you can get, like, worked up in any, like, group situation. Like, yeah. you can do a concert. Afterwards, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, afterwards, like, you know, the years since not being a Christian, uh, Goku has done this for me many times. <laughs> I feel this every time I watch wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so, every time I, I watch a BTS concert, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, literally, like, I, I do feel like, like, being at, like, a BTS concert is like, this is what I want church to feel like. <laughs> I feel, and I feel good and I yeah. don't feel like a piece of shit after yeah. I leave. Sure. Um, so there's like, there's definitely something about that, like getting your emotions all worked up mm-hmm. and you, you know, your brain chemicals makes you feel a certain way. Yeah. So that's what's happening <laughs> with them right now. After prayer time, Buck gets in touch with the can Riz and he's like, yeah, hey, man, I'll meet you in, in Egypt. That's fine. I'll do whatever, bro. Um, Michael, though, is like, uh, Buck, you're being crazy wanting to go to Egypt. <laughs> Even though, like, literally he was the one that told him not to ignore his dream. Like, are you flip-flopping? What's happening? Yeah, if, well, I think it's because Buck didn't know how to get to Egypt. So He's like, I don't know the geography here. <laughs> which is kind of dumb. You absolutely, Buck absolutely would have known the geography here. Yeah. But, like... Ken is like, well, like, I don't, but I'm a dumbass. <laughs> so, and I'm not, a, I'm not a, a whiz kid reporter. Right, exactly. Uh, uh, it's like, well, I mean, I guess if you're taking a boat, you have to drag the boat over the fucking desert. Good luck you with stupid that, bitch. Dumbass. <laughs> but uh. and, and also, Michael's like, yeah, dude. Like the border guards are absolutely looking for Ben Judah. Like, there's right. no way that you're gonna get him across by any natural means. And that's when <laughs> Michael does the like head tap and is like. <laughs> wait for a supernatural act to make yeah. it work. Right, because right now they're basically saying we have no plan for this to work. Nope. But that's where my main man JC steps that's in. That's right. We're wait, ta- waiting for our boy to step t- in. Jesus, the Lord. take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus, literally take the wheel. Please. 
Now let's have a quick Rayford interlude. Yay. This is the first of two phone calls <laughs> that Rayford has. Um, all that happens in the section, and he, he calls Amanda, and is like, hey, sweetie. Um, yeah, I talked to Hattie. It was really fucking weird. I kind of wish, wish that she could come hang out with you guys to, you know, get Christianized mm. or whatever. Uh, and then oh, there is a sad little moment where oh, Rayford's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it'd be so great if she could talk to Bruce. Oh, no. He's fucking dead. Yeah, because remember, it's only been a couple days. Yeah, it's not been long. It's pretty fresh. And that, again, like, I do think, like, that is tapping into, like, a real human experience where you, like, temporarily forget, like, for a second that someone's gone and then that, like, wave mm-hmm. of, like, grief remembering. Because exactly. you're, you're, it's just, like, the pathways are not Ooh, worn in your brain yet. Yeah, no, so, that works. That that is that's good. I'll give it. I'll give old Jenkins, Jerry Jenkins that. <laughs> uh, and they're basically like, "Damn, I well, I hope we find a new Bible teacher soon." <laughs> I didn't even catch it at the time. I was like, "Buck's literally smuggling one out for you, <laughs> dummies." Well, that's oh, I actually didn't think about that either. I don't know if that's what they're doing, but part of me was like, "Wait." Are they setting up Rayford to do it because everyone else is dead? But it probably been Judah. It's probably been Judah. Yeah. That would make more sense. Um, so now we're back to Bucket the Boat Boys. I, that might be t- that might be the chapter t- or the episode title. Bucket <laughs> the Boat Boys. Um, my- <laughs> this part is so good. Michael's like, you know, I've actually got this big nasty bus. Yeah, it smells like fish. It's fucked. Would you like to buy it for me and try to cross the border with it? I, I think that rocks. Just to be like, my, I have a boat that, or sorry, not a boat. I have a bus that fucking sucks. Do you want to buy it for yeah. me? You want to buy? My I can't believe he's making him pay him money for it. Well, they they are. That's part of the plan is to pay money for it so it looks legit. But how do they know he paid money or not? Uh, you can just give it to him. Yeah, it. I mean, they. they that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make it like it, later okay. they kind of yada yada it. But I, I, I think the implication like, is that like here's my eight thousand dollars for my. Boat. I mean, I was just thinking that, like, kind of rocks on Michael's part and be like, well, you're going to need to pay me money for get it. Paid. Like, yeah, I'm serving the Lord, but you got to pay me for my, my terrible bus I, I that got, I have. I got sodas to drink. Yeah, I got to drink Dr. Peppy. Um, so. Well, it, it seems to be the implication is it's so that there's a clean trail. Right, It doesn't right. look like Michael is inherently helping Buck. Right, he's just like, no, I just happened to sell him my big stinky bus. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need my big stinky bus anymore. It sucked. This bus sucked. <laughs> like, of course I sold it to yeah. this idiot white man. Yeah. <laughs> to he's drive being, across the desert in his zany. bus. Um, it, the boat boys also, like, because they're, they're like, they don't speak English, but they like, are like, hey, we're like, what's, what's, Buck, what's this guy saying? And they're like, hey, does he like, no, there's probably a fucking ransom out. Right. Or Ben Judah, and like, unless you can offer the like border guards more money than it, the state of Israel, yeah. it's probably not going to be good. Right? It's like implying that they have to get in a bidding war with the uh, crossing guards and or like the border guards in Egypt, IDF, man. <laughs> like, well, because they basically say like, well. <gasps> Egypt, leaving Egypt's going to be better because it's not Israel right. who's actively looking for Ben Judah, and they take bribes. <laughs> that being right. said, if you don't beat the bribe, if you don't bribe good enough, they're just going to sell him to Israel. Right. <laughs> and, and then he's going to, and you'll get shot too. And so. they're like, oh, and uh, do you have a million dollars on you? And he's like, what? No. <laughs> I'm not. And they're like, don't all Americans have all one million American, dollars? Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of surprised Buck didn't have a million dollars. I, I do think that that's like a little bit of a thing that some people are like, wait, aren't all Americans rich? And mm-hmm. it's like, no, 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 no we're no. we're not. 
Um, but I thought that was funny. Yeah, like, yeah. that was good. He's like, what about half that? He's like, no. No, bro, I do not have that. Especially not on me. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> He's about? Saying. Well, I was like, well, let's hope the Lord, you know, helps us. Yeah, basically, at the end of the day, Benji is like, well, Yahweh is the God of the impossible, so let's <laughs> hope luck. for the best. Good. I mean, that's just, yeah, their, their plan literally is like, well, if we die, we die. <laughs> Which, like, again, if you believe this shit's real, it is kind of like, well. Well. If it fucks up, I'll just wake up in heaven. It's God's fine. fault. <laughs> yeah, if God's like. God wanted get, that. You, you didn't get my boy out. I'm like, you didn't get your boy out. Yeah, that's your fault. That's your that's fault. That's on you, God. I was vibing pretty hard down there. I, st- I was driving my stinky bus. Yeah. Like I did crazy. my part. So, night is falling, and Buck and the boat boys are prepared to go to Michael's house. That's mm-hmm. where the bus is. And there's a discussion on, like, how to deal with Buck's, like, two sets of IDs and, like, Which who should have the IDs. Kind of funny. Because yeah. it kind of ended up, not, ended up, like, not mattering right, in right. the end. Like, because there was this whole base of Buck being like, I don't know what I should do. God, please help direct me. And then, like, all getting their individual messages from God. Mm-hmm. And, like, being like, well, God didn't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, God didn't say that to me. Uh, yeah, part of it felt very much like in uh, uh, some sort of media where they kind of look at the audience and where they're like, yeah, we thought of this. This is why it doesn't work. Right, So right. we can't, because, again, Buck is using his Herb Katz uh, uh, ID, so he can't just give Ben Judah his... Buck, I right, mean, or but, vice versa. But because also like, they're gonna see the fucking picture on it and be mm-hmm. like, um, "You don't look like this." Right. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of back That's and forth on it, and Buck's like, "Well, I'm hearing from God that I should not have my ID on me." Mm-hmm. So they end up deciding that uh, Michael is gonna keep Buck's like papers and shit, and like a picture of Ben Judah's family. Right, because they're... And he's going to mail it to them later. While they're <laughs> on the boat, Ben Judah takes the money out of his wallet, puts yeah. it in his pocket, and then, like, one by one, throws everything from his wallet into the river, which is, by the way, littering. Uh, I was going to say it was very badass to do. <laughs> it was... It was be like, oh, that's the old me. It's yeah, gone. It's the, in the river. Yeah, and the way that, like, oh, is there anything better than throwing your past self into a river? Goodbye, bitch. I'm but, someone else yeah. now. No, it was written very badassly. Good for them. Yeah, no, it was pretty sick. And he finally, <laughs> like, he gets through, like, his library card, and then he pulls a picture of his family and goes, oh, oh, oh. Like, this is, like, literally, like, so cinematic. Like, I can oh, see yeah. this in my mind. That's why this whole section, like, stayed with me for so long yeah. it is so like well thought out well set up like uh, uh, as like as an a, action a, story yeah like like literally like a scene yes. scene dressing so to speak the mise-en-scene no like I I hate to say it but I like as we've said multiple times there, there are times we gotta give it up gotta give it up like this is pretty interesting like this is a, a page turner very you know? scared boys going down a river in the middle of the night yep. throwing their past into the river <sighs> Baby. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, they, like Jennifer said, they do kind of a, this, for me, needless back and forth, but maybe it'll it, Because it just, like, doesn't matter in the end. Well, it might matter maybe. later, but, because right, Michael is like, I'll email, um, I'll I'll ship you your picture and your ID later. Uh, I really hope they do, like, keep up with, like, Buck received this in the mail well, <laughs> later. I feel like it's going to be like, we, hey, Buck, we found a dude with your ID, here he is with a gunshot wound uh, uh, oh, in his head. Oh, you're totally right. And you're totally right. That's absolutely going to happen. Yeah. Because, I mean, Michael's like, yeah, us four, 
we're not long for this earth. And yeah. it felt like such a more intense yeah, version of it than totally. like we only have five more years left. Like, no, no, I'm like, we're that staying time. in Israel as one of the 144. Uh, and yeah, We'll die. You know the zealots are going to get our asses. Yeah. Which, I also wondered if, like, the fact that he's named Michaels, like, is that something? Because, like, Archangel Michael. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. it's very, like, yeah. he's an important figure. I kind of expected this. him to be, like, my name's not actually Michael. I picked Michael. I picked blah, blah, it. Blah. To, this is my new, like, cult name. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, it's, like, so interesting of them being, like, if the zealots kill me, I'll gladly die. It's, like, for what? For what are you going to die for? Your religion? You're going to die for your religion? What's it make you? What's it make you? I what do you make you? Who did you kill? And literally, you literally are a man who's killed people. Just, <laughs> you are a zealot, sir. The come the, on. The right has done such a good job of poisoning words and using the same poison that, and they're like, "See, we can drink it. We can be zealots, and it's good." But, but every time we use good, it, yeah. it's bad. It's like they're so good at that. Yeah, hate them. So, so while they're having this convo about like what to do with the IDs, also. <laughs> Vegeta's like, okay, listen, let me be real with you. I'd rather just fucking die and go to heaven. <laughs> and this is again, like, so I'm just saying, like, like, yeah, that would be my plan. Like, why don't you just kill yourself? <laughs> like, if you live in this world, just really kill yourself. I know, but I know it's because, it, and he says this, like, I can't. I want to kill myself, but I think God wants me to do some stuff. So right. I guess I got to stick around. You have to stick around to but, try to save as many people as possible. But hey, listen to this, though. Mm. Like, you heard he can get into heaven, and God's going to be like, I'm disappointed in you, but you're still in heaven. Yep. So it doesn't matter. Wait. But, okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just, I'm going to outmatch God in in the end times. Like, no, I mean, you should, God's like, no, I'm Catholic, and it's very bad to like, kill yourself. Fuck, this sucks. I'm in purgatory and now. You're not, I didn't think this was real. Yeah, God's real, and he's Catholic. It's so terrible. Oh, man. Fuck. There's so many fetuses here in purgatory. This is weird. Man, come. Yeah, ugh. But yeah, so Bidjuda's like, yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather be dead uh, and in heaven, uh, but I think God wants to, you know, he still's got plans for me, yeah. so fine. I'll go with you to Egypt. Yeah, and uh, through the whole thing, it's very much Buck, like we said before, being stressed out about the plan not being very like good. Like, not being a plan, a real plan. But earlier he had this, like, premonition, so to speak, of like, you know what? All the pieces in, fo- in, in front of us, I had the dream... They did that. We, you know, we got the bus. It's fine. Whatever. But even then, it's like, fuck it. We're going to do what we're going to do. I'm yeah. stressed out. Yeah. I mean, because it is like, you know, this and this is true in real life. It's mm. like, you can plan and plan and plan forever, but sometimes you just got to, you know, take action. And I think that it's, uh, as a religious thing, um, it's very much like, you got you to gotta trust in the damn Lord. So Buck does a final last-ditch prayer <laughs> to be like, okay, God, like, any last, like, you know, wisdom, any guidance, please? I don't know what the fuck's going on. And Buck gets this, like, overwhelming sense that someone's saying to him, I have spoken. I have provided. Do not hesitate. Mm. Basically being like, bitch, like, I've given you the tools. Just go. Just go. Figure it out. It'll be fine. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense, but take the stinky bus. And Michael's like, oh. He like touches his ears. Like I'm getting a message mm-hmm. too from God, right. and uh, it says, "The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard," which I think is actually from the Exodus story. If, is uh, my guess? I think that's the like. I think that language is used okay. in that story. Okay, like the pillar of fire. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm pretty sure. So, like, between the two of them, it's like, you know what? Okay. Let's just move forward. It seems like we just got to take it on faith. Right. And, like, see what happens. <laughs> and Buck says, or he thinks, it was as if Buck had been steamrolled by the Spirit of God. The fact was, if God wanted Zion ben Judah out of Israel, he would make it out. Tell him. Which is in this, like, in this world, it is like, all right, man, like, if you want it to happen, you'll make it happen. There's only so much you can do, right? Like, plan as much as you want, but at the end of the day, like, if your plan sucks, it's because God wanted it to suck. What is this, like, something like, plan something and God's got the rest? I don't remember what the saying is, but Mm. there's, like, I feel like that's, like, an old Southern saying of, like, Mm. do what you can, and if it's what you're supposed to do, like, God will take you the rest of the Mm. way. So, yes, yeah, so Bug is stressed about the current, like, f- lack of a full plan. But Benjuda reminds him, like, hey, man, like, when we're out of ideas, that's, you just gotta depend on God. Mm-hmm. See how it works. Faith, baby. Now let's have the second quick Rayford interlude. Another phone call, mm-hmm. this time with Chloe. Chloe, you bitch, shut up. <laughs> I think this part is so funny because she's basically just calling him and being like, oh, my God, Buck won't answer his fucking cell phone. And Ray's like... He's probably busy. And she's like, I can't believe you're on his side. And I'm like, he's probably busy saving uh, uh, one of the most important people on the planet. Yeah. And Chloe's like, oh, boys, you suck. Uh, no, I actually thought this like back and forth was very funny because Rafer first says, I wouldn't worry about Buck, honey. You know he finds ways to stay safe. <laughs> and Chloe's like... Buck finds ways to nearly get himself killed. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, in danger a lot. No, he's crazy. He's crazy. He's a crazy man, and, Glo- and Chloe's 100% correct. He should um, have been a little more, like, nice about it, but Chloe, come on. Uh, you're expecting men to be nice to women in this series? That's a good point. I'm <laughs> the ex- women are stupid. I'm <laughs> expecting a woman not to be annoying and stressed out. That's oh, that's no. my problem, too. So Buck and the boat boys, they make it to Michael's house. Mm-hmm. And we see Michael's wife <laughs> come out with, like, mm-hmm. a baby. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, very stressed mm-hmm. and hugging him. And then Buck's like, damn, like, I probably should call my wife more. Anyway, Oh, my God, this part is so funny. Anyways. It made me fucking die. This was crazy. <laughs> because I thought what the book was setting up, like, you know, the part with Rafer talking to Chloe, like, yeah, you oh. know, two pages ago or like half a page ago yeah. when Chloe's like, I just want to talk to him, I'm stressed out. And then Buck sees another wife and she is like nagging at Michael to be like, you need to talk to me more. Like, tell me what's going on. Like, so naturally, Buck says, I was like, oh, right, my cell phone in my bag. Let me get it out and call Ken Ritz. <laughs> Great. And he's like, I don't have time to talk to my great. stupid wife. Stupid wife. Like, really? Because I really thought this was supposed to be like a, oh, like Chloe's having this feeling and it's, like Buck is going to sense it because of Jesus reasons. Right. It's so. And call her and like reassure her. And it's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's so She's obvious. Crazy. Like, I think after sitting on it for like a couple hours, I'm like, I guess this was a joke. I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's not sold that way at all. It's, <laughs> it's a really interesting choice to me. It's kind of wild. Like, I was like, why did they even have that, like, Rayford Close? <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, and this is where I just think it's like, yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, I gotta give it up. This is funny. Yeah. No, I mean, Jerry's, I don't know if Jerry's he, on something. I don't think he's, I don't know if Jerry's he, giggling at this. I don't know if he is. Like, he's I don't, like patting his belly like, I'm a crazy one for this one. I, I don't know. I, it, but regardless, it made me laugh. I bet Jerry just drinks a fuck ton of black coffee. Oh, and he's like twisted on, and he's like, if I don't drink 17 cups of coffee yeah. a day, I can't survive. <laughs> but does make contact with Ken. And like, this part is also like so stupid because it's just like, you're so good to be, meet you in Egypt. Okay, cool, bye. Yeah, I like, that's it. And like, they don't 
already like discussed this. Like, I don't yeah. even know why you needed to call him again. It wasn't like boat. <laughs> Buck was on a boat for two hours or three hours or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you dumb dumb. So Buck sees Michael's wife, who he the book describes as tiny, fragile looking, dark eyed thing, yeah. which I also didn't really like. It felt coded. It felt very coded. But like, that's the it, thing is like they get so close. It, like it makes sense based off like oh that she's in a scary part, but it's like they just take that extra little no. little, little juice. They gotta like it. other them. They gotta other them, and, and it's weird. Um, and he tries to like get across like thank you for like the help that you and your husband and like friends have like given me. And she like speaks back to him in Hebrew, and the only thing he picks up is Yeshua Hamashiach, which means like. Jesus is the Messiah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I expected them to translate it, and they didn't. All right, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, no, we're good. So Buck and Bidjuda get in the stinky old bus, and they head toward the Israeli-Egyptian border. Um, and the final sentence of the chapter, sentences of the chapter, he was on a journey that would lead him somewhere. <laughs> Damn, big thoughts. Yeah. By dawn, he could be anywhere. <laughs> Detained, imprisoned, in the desert, in the air, or in heaven. Dude, they should end more <laughs> chapters with, just to remind you, our characters could die. He could you. be dead tomorrow. He could be dead. Yeah, honestly, these chapters are fucking sick, though. Yeah. And, I, and, like, what a great cliffhanger. I don't remember, and the funny thing is, I remember this more than how they get across. I'll say mm. that. Uh, it, I feel like I vaguely remember it, too, of, like, Okay, I'm going to make a prediction okay. from my vague memories. Mm-hmm. I feel like what happens is, I think the soldiers, like, or the, the border people come on and, like, look, and they just, like, don't see him. Goes full. Yeah. Like, stormtroopers Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's what's happened, but mm-hmm. I don't but I don't remember. Uh, yeah, these chapters rock. They're very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I enjoyed reading them. They did not make me mad in the same ways that some of the other ones did. So They're that, cooking. I, I needed it. Pure I need, fuel. I needed, I needed these chapters oh, very yeah. bad. Calorie rich. Yeah. And we didn't even get to, like, the part where they cross yet, which no. I'm sure is going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And there was like zero Nikolai Carpathia in these chapters. Crazy. Either. Crazy to think about. Yeah. And we have, you know, Chloe and they're being annoying, but, and it's all Buck. You know what I'm saying? It's all Buck. And, and, Buck. And, and yet, he was interesting. Whew. Mama Mia. Gotta give it up. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, if you want more other content, head over to patreon.com slash content hole. That is where we put things that are not just tribulation farce, but other things that for which Jennifer and I are interested in. We shoot for a bonus episode a month, and I think we've hit it ninety percent of the time. Not always on, yeah. on time, on time, but you know how it is. The Lord, it's a, yeah. We're waiting for the Lord to move us yeah. to do things. You know, He's acting in His ways, so to speak. He's so, so mysterious, mm-hmm. just like us. Yeah, uh, but having a lot of fun. I'll tell you that much. So mm-hmm. uh, very thankful to the people over at patreon.com slash content hole. But regardless, if you're listening to this, we're having fun. And even if you're, I guess if you're not listening to this, we're, we're, we're having, having fun, fun anyway. So, uh, but just want to give extra heaps of praise because like we say many weeks, you know, not, not a lot of people searching for this. So go yeah. ahead and uh, tell your friends about it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's an odd sell. I don't know if it's tough. But I think it's honestly a very worthwhile thing to go through because I don't know who else is like reading through the Left Behind series when, as I've talked about, the Left Behind series has influenced so many people and mm-hmm. the way they view the world and like politics. Yeah. Like, 
this is literally what like tons of politicians believe. Yeah. So I think it's it is very important to read through it and like understand like what kinds of mindset. Right. Like and like I was just thinking I actually just started reading a book about the John Birch Society. And Tim LaHaye was, like, very connected with the John Birch Society. And, like, that, the John Birch Society is, like, basically why our Supreme Court is so fucked up. Yeah. So there's a lot of overlap in, like, this group and the people who are making our country bad politically. So <laughs> yeah. I, think it's, uh, I think it's important to know about. Absolutely. And it's kind of funny, too, just be like, we have to deal with the Christian Illuminati ruining our country. <laughs> right. And then we have to, like, read this. And it's, like, like so goofy. Like, wait, this is what you believe, you dumb bitch? <laughs> Yeah, we can laugh at it, but still, it's insane to believe. Like, I don't think the Lord of the Rings actually happened, right? So, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at TribFarsePod, or you can shoot us an email over at TribulationFarce at gmail.com. Always thankful to get insights and behind-the-scenes things. Appreciate you. Well, until next time, like a thief in the night, we are gone. Goodbye. This is where he's being... Sorry, we're staring at our cat. He's doing the, the biscuit thing, but when Laser does it, he does like a freak. It's like in a way that I don't like seeing. It feels it. sexual. Well, I think he like literally might be humping stuff. And I don't, I don't, and I tell him, I don't like this. Please don't do this. I usually kick him. Um, but he just stares me in the eye and continues doing it because mm-hmm. he is disrespectful. Yeah, that's a, that's an arch. Yeah, I don't like it, Laser. I don't like it. That's nasty. Tim's not looking at him. That's what he wants. <laughs> That's what he wants. <laughs> He's a freak. Our son is a freak. He's been doing it for like five minutes. I just don't look at him. You well, he doesn't, he's not looking at me. But I'm saying don't look at him. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.